everybody. Welcome to the Lonely Sluts Podcast. My name's Claire. And I'm Sarah. And this episode is called All My Friends Are Married. Because y'all, all my friends are getting married. Um, I was scrolling through Facebook the other day where I swear every post, not every post, but like every third post was a proposal or like wedding pictures or wedding rings or I bought a wedding dress and I'm like, good God, y'all, do you have any hobbies? <laughs> that is a hobby. That is a hobby. An engagement, I feel like, is your hobby for about a year. <laughs> yeah. So I thought it would be interesting to play a game, Sarah, if you're down. Um, we should pull Always up our- down for games. <laughs> <laughs> we should pull up our Facebook app and we should scroll through our newsfeed and whoever sees a post about uh, weddings or something having to do with that, whoever sees a post first wins. Ready? I think, yeah, okay, and the next time, I think what we win should be someone buys the other a drink the next time that we get to hang out. <laughs> oh, we can do that now. Okay. So whoever wins, the other person has to buy them a drink. Yes. Okay. So we'll have to keep track of this. Okay. Are you scrolling? I am now. Okay. See, I feel like on Sunday when I was doing this, it was really fast, but now that there's something on the line, I'm not going to have any... <laughs> I know. I'm like, gosh, there's so many memes. <laughs> well, today is Mardi Gras. So there's, we're recording this on Mardi Gras. So there's a ton of Mardi Gras posts. And I'm like, but what about the weddings? I know. I will say there's been a lot of baby stuff yeah, as well. A, a lot of pregnancy. Yeah. Mm. I just need to, and I know people who just got engaged. Oh, I found need... it. Done. Damn it. Yeah. You always win this thing. <laughs> so you, I can, it's this girl, Megan, who I went to, I wasn't like good friends with her or anything, but she got married to, she was in my high school and she got married to this guy named Zach who also went to my high school. And this is pictures of um, her wedding, which was a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Damn it. I was worried that I was, oh, and here's another one down here. My friend Lauren was a bridesmaid. You don't get bonus points. I'm just saying that like. <laughs> I'm not lying. All my friends are getting married. <laughs> and on top of just the social media stuff, I have so many physical marriage announcements. I have, yep, I have a few too. I have a few. I have I have an engagement party announcement, and I feel like I don't get those as often anymore. So that was kind of cool. It was really pretty looking. They decorated it really nicely. Do you have to bring um, a gift to the engagement party? I honestly, I couldn't go to this because it was out of state, but and I had work. But um, I don't even know. I feel like I would definitely would have had to look that up and ask other people who've been to one because I've never been to one before. And um, I, went I was, to... I kind of wanted to go, but oh well. <laughs> My friend Savannah, she got married to Joe, who is now her husband, and they got married in Utah. So they had it wasn't an engagement party; it was like a second wedding reception. In Charleston. And so I brought a gift to that, but that was like the wedding thing. But I haven't been to pre-marriage parties. But in the past year, I've been to three weddings, counting that party thing, for people Mm -hmm. I know. And I have three weddings coming up. I have three save the dates on my fridge right now. Well, they're actually in my hand, but they were on my fridge. (laughs) I got, I have two physical ones and then one, they haven't sent them out, but I know it's going to be in June. But one of the save the dates was actually a magnet itself, and so I didn't even have to use a magnet. And I was like, huh, you guys thought ahead. I had to use all my magnets. Then I put some smoothie recipes on my fridge, too, to go along with my save the dates. But, um, yeah, so I feel like all these are coming up 
pretty soon. I have my friend Tori from high school. She's getting married this summer. And then on September 1st, we have a mutual friend mm-hmm. who's getting married. Tyler and Madeline are mutual friends. We know both of them. We're friends with both of them. And then my cousin Chelsea's getting married on my birthday this coming year, which I have mixed I feelings about. Well, I would, I'd have bad feelings. They wouldn't even be mixed. I'd have yeah, bad feelings. No, they're bad, but I'm, like, excited. Like, she's been dating this guy since they were in high school, and Aww. he's cool, and I like them, and I think it's going to be a really fun party, and I think it's going to be a pretty wedding, but it's on my birthday, and I'm no. – They did not – And it's, it's not like she doesn't know when your birthday is either. Like, I feel like they could have just done the next, I mean, I don't know. I guess a lot of planning goes into that sort of thing. Yeah. Oh, well. But yeah, I'll be at a wedding on my birthday this year. But at least there'll be free alcohol. But I'll be with my, like, dad. I don't know. It'll be fine. Yeah, my whole family. But they're my fun cousins, so it'll be a good time. I love hanging out with, I have fun cousins too. They're all married, but I, they're still fun. So. (laughs) Well, not all of them. I have two other cousins on that side, but. One of them's getting married, but it'll be a fun cousin wedding. (laughs) But yeah, like you send out these physical save the dates and then you have to send out a physical wedding invite. And that's just, I feel like a lot of paper, you know? Yeah. You just explained that to me. I was very confused because I was asking you, I was like, where do I RSVP? Where do I send this stuff in? Like, I need more information. And you're like, no, you're going to get another one. And I was like, that's so much posted. That's so much posted. It's just an excuse to send a pretty picture of yourself to all your friends. You say, hey, y'all, look at me and my beautiful fiance. Aren't we good looking? Put me on your fridge. And then you send another card that doesn't really have pictures most of the time with a pretty font, and it's got the date and the time and the venue and the dress code and if you get a plus one or not, which is the real question everybody wants to know. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be a plus one for my friend later this month to a wedding for one of her friends, so that'll be fun. I will say a lot of the weddings that I've been to recently have been family, so I haven't really, like, I don't know, it's just been me and my entire family, so I haven't really felt the need to bring a plus one. I brought a plus one to my old roommate's wedding. I brought Kayla, and that was fun. This is another thing. Um, At all these weddings I went to in the past year, the demographic, it was all, like, old people which is not what i was expecting that's not what the media tells you these weddings are gonna be like it's like me my friend who's getting married and then like five other people who i already know who are like in their 20s and then everybody else is like family and i guess that's because they're not having a huge wedding because weddings are like mm-hmm. the expensive but i feel like i would have way more People my age. Yeah, yeah, like not like more friends. I just, I would invite more friends to my wedding mm-hmm. if I were to get married because I feel like it's supposed to be a party, you know? I know. I like, I definitely don't envision myself ever having this huge blowout wedding. I think I would spend it all on the reception. Like, I oh, would probably yeah. do something super chill and like no one there for the actual ceremony ceremony. yeah just i know everyone's like can we skip the ceremony and just go to the party yes you can for my non-existent wedding you can't do that we're gonna have a private (laughs) ceremony and then a huge party it's gonna be great but yeah no i actually like i i don't know i feel like a lot of people dream about this day for so long I don't know. At least that's something that's always pushed. Like, that's the narrative that's always pushed is like little girls always dream about their weddings and like what their many people are going to be there and where it's going to be. And I'm like, I actually never really did that. 
I never, I never thought about what it was going to be like, except I will say recently I have started thinking about what song I would use as the first dance, but that's just because I really like music and I want to pick, I have, okay, so um, groovy kind of love because I've been watching the Phil Collins version because I've been watching a lot of New Girl. Um, I love uh, the song I Love You for Sentimental Reasons by Nat King Cole and Kiss Me by Sixpence None the Richer. I do that. I, I love that song. I love that song so much. It's like, I'm pretty sure it's my top played song in iTunes right now, and I have no shame. I love that song. So good. I... I do not have like a fantasy wedding plan. I have put a lot of thought into my dress because in college particularly, I watched so much Say Yes to the Dress that I have formed Uh. some pretty strong opinions, but that's not really (laughs) not, that's not wedding necessarily. It's just Mm -hmm. fashion. You're like, I just want to look nice one day. (laughs) I want to look nice every day. And yeah. Yeah. So, um, that's the only thing I've like put any thought into because anytime I start thinking about like what I would like to do, I think, oh, I'm getting if I do get married, I will get married to another person and they will probably have opinions. So I'll talk to them yeah. about this. That's yeah, that makes sense. Cause I definitely wouldn't want to be the one in charge of all the decisions. A, I'm incredibly indecisive. So that would just give me a lot of anxiety, but B I'd be like, you know what? They might also hate this color or like, they might really like this one thing and they want this to be there. And I'm just going to let them do that. <laughs> I'm too decisive. Like I could make a bunch of executive decisions, but that's I know this is why we're going to be it. a great couple together. Yeah. But <laughs> That's why I don't think about it because I'm like, if I put any thought into this and I get a thought into my head and then one day I do get married to a man and with it's opinion, different, and he'll be like, oh, I actually hate those flowers or that color. I would be like, I would lose my mind and it would be a problem. <laughs> and the wedding's off. I mean, yeah. it was we had a great run, but I love these flowers. So you, yeah, you got to like, go. Oh, sorry. I love these flowers. <laughs> More than you. it'd be difficult so that's a situation that I don't want to put myself in but um I feel like I've helped plan a lot of weddings like (laughs) my coworkers are getting married and I have got like helped them plan their weddings and um I worked in a wedding venue as part of my job for like one wedding season like I was working in that position for like eight months and so I saw one fall wedding season And so I got a lot of opinions on, like, wedding decor and, like, that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff from there. But weddings are hella expensive. They're so expensive. Yeah. I remember my dad once, we were at a family member's wedding, and he told me, he was like, if you just want to elope, he's like, I will give you some money to just elope, but I really don't want you to do this huge, big blowout wedding. And I was like, that's fine by me. Mm, If I had somebody I loved right now... I wouldn't want to get married because I can't afford the wedding I want. I'm not going to mm-hmm. get married until I can have the party I deserve. Yeah, I do want to have a big party, though. I will say that. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah, what's the point if you don't have a big party? <laughs> it's like a birthday party, but even better. <laughs> oh, I'm here for kitchen appliances and dancing. <sighs> That's what I need. I just need a registry. Yeah, I think I just want to get stuff. Yeah, I think I just yeah, want presents. <laughs> but okay, so weddings are insanely expensive, and I have done a little bit of research because I'm a bitch who loves research. And <laughs> this is all from Business Insider, and it talks about the average cost of a wedding in America. And it says the average cost of a wedding in America is over $30,000. But, <gasps> what? No, that's fine. 
Okay, so on average, the bride's family contributes 45% of the wedding budget. The bride and the groom contribute 41%, and the groom's parents contribute 13%. In my understanding of, like, traditions, um, your the bride's family pays for the wedding, and then the groom's family pays for the honeymoon, is what I thought. I always – I did hear that the bride's family pays for the wedding, but I've also – been around a few couples that they basically paid for everything themselves and then they got a little bit of support from their parents and so i feel like that's also becoming a thing as well now um, that you know like women aren't objects and stuff yeah uh, i mean i mean shit yeah, <laughs> parents aren't the whole wedding, which is fine and fair emphasizes the point where i don't want to get married now also my friends can't get me the presents i want right now want that is true kitchen stuff i need to wait till i'm older so my friends are older yeah. so we're all more settled in our jobs and yeah. either that i want yes. <laughs> kitchen mixer you deserve thank you <laughs> that's yeah okay so can you guess where they cost the most money california nope other coast new york Yes, in Manhattan, the average wedding goes for $76,944. I just choked on my wine. <laughs> oh my god. That's more than I... I don't want to say how much more that's, that I make in a year, but... Oh yeah, no. Um, oh, oh god, almost double. Like, multiple times over. <laughs> oh, so, um, in California, in LA, it's listed as 44142 Which, like feels way reasonable after you've heard that i know after you hear that other number you're like oh yeah i could do I that i could do a wedding for that much any day yeah. you're like wait no just kidding that's salary um yeah so the average wedding cost is it said over thirty thousand, but it is exactly thirty three thousand three hundred and ninety one. but it varies greatly the lowest average is in new mexico and that's seventeen thousand five hundred and eighty four. so you're probably going to spend more then seventeen thousand. You're gonna spend around thirty thousand dollars on your wedding. I I is, wonder bananas if that's because of like the cost of living and how much things cost necessarily in New oh, Mexico, or if that's just like the culture. Like they're just like, no, nah, we just don't go all out here. I don't know. <laughs> We're reasonable folks in New Mexico. <laughs> nah, I bet like a venue in New Mexico isn't it's as probably a lot cheaper than in other states. That makes sense too. Yeah, no. I mean, if I didn't go to my own prom because I thought that was too costly and like not? just kind of like. I didn't. I never went to prom junior or senior because I was like, I'm never going to wear these dresses again. I don't need to do any of this stuff. It doesn't uh, sound fun. It sounds like a waste of money. The tickets are expensive. And I watched horror movies with my mom instead. <laughs> so that's. I live for drama. So of course I went to prom. <laughs> my junior prom sucked, but my senior prom was worth it. I really liked the guy I went with. Things were kind of weird after, but it was fine. I don't regret it. And I looked banging. I looked the best I had ever at that point in my life at the prom. <laughs> I will say it's it's half of me thinking that it's like stupid and a waste of money and stuff. And then the other half is like, I didn't have anyone to go with. I was an awkward like 17-year-old girl. Like um, that was definitely part I of it. I had nobody to go. Well, junior year, I asked, I asked this one guy who I kind of had a crush on, but I asked him as friends because I went to the arts high school. So there's like four dudes total. And they they're already taken as soon as like day one, so I had to look outside of my school. <laughs> so I asked this guy as a friend, and he said no because he was like, and trying to get involved with this other girl, and he didn't want to like complicate things. And I was like, oh yeah, that's totally fine. But I was actually like, oh no, wait, uh, I love you. <laughs> but I didn't, say that, you know, because I was like, not cool. 
So I asked the guy, or Jaime, who is my eighth grade boyfriend, and he was like, yeah, cool. Do you also want to be my prom date? And I was like, yeah, cool. So he went to my prom, and I went to his prom. We went to different schools. And mm-hmm. we were, it was a, a convenience arrangement. We were like, yeah, that's a member of the opposite sex who was alive and not looking like a potato. They can come with me. <laughs> and we, like, did not hang out at either prom. And the after prom was weird for that. But senior year, I was, like, stressing out. I was like, who am I going to ask? Kimi was a shit date last year. But I was, like, kind of talking to this guy. But in true me fashion, I didn't want to, like, get my hopes up. But he asked mm-hmm. me. And I had a great time. And the pictures are so Aww. cute. And I seen it better than expected. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was it was, it was was nice. It was a nice time. And I still have my senior prom dress. And I can still fit in it. So if anybody wants to go to a formal event, I have a great black dress that I still like that I can wear. Oh, wow. I could definitely not fit into anything that I wore in high school. Like, if you just watched me over time, it's like hands start touching each other and then hands just slowly get further and further apart. <laughs> I was never skinny. Like, I've literally been this size since forever. So I know it is weird being like having been like what people consider skinny and then not being it. But I don't know. I like how I am now. So that's yeah, fine. <laughs> No, but I've literally been this size since forever. I have shoes that I've had in seventh grade. Like, I've, like, probably since I was 14, I've been this size. Which means I was huge when I was 14. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. Um, Yeah, I know. We we definitely aren't getting married anytime soon, but our friends are, for sure. Yeah. And it's it's a weird feeling (laughs) like yeah I talked about this a little bit but I just don't feel like I'm at a place in my life even if I had somebody who I like wanted to get married to where I felt like it'd be time to get married Mm -hmm. much more life what's the rush man I think my thing is I like I'm not necessarily jealous of uh being in a relationship or anything like that I I think (laughs) I think (laughs) I think I'm more jealous of like where they're at in their life if that makes sense like I'm jealous that they seem to be in like a good enough place to be settling down and like with someone they love and all that stuff and I'm like uh may I have some of that please I would like an order of stability with a side of committed relationship no sauce let's make it to go like can I can I have that (laughs) yeah I don't know no it's I the relationship part I'm jealous of for (laughs) sure no I think i I envy stability in all honesty. I mean, like being in a relationship, that would be hella sweet, but like feeling where you're in a relationship, that'd be hella sweet. <laughs> I won't say no, but I would. I uh, that's why I'm, that's why I'm single at the point. I mean, oh yeah. But I have, and that's why I've been single. But yeah, no, I mainly just want to feel like I can like make moves in my life and like I have enough stability to go from one step to the other but honestly if I were to get married at all I really couldn't see myself getting married now or younger than now because I feel like every year of my life I've looked back on the previous year and been like wow she was such a twerp like what was she doing looking at Saturday night like wow she was such a twerp what was she doing I know like I just and I feel like until that slows down a bit maybe it will slow down I do think that it will slow down because from 18 to 19 and like 20, like those years, I feel like it was like a week to week or month to month basis where I was like, wow, 
I don't know who I am. I don't know who I was four weeks ago. Like, I don't know what's going on. But at least at this point, I don't know. I still look back on the years previous and I'm like, wow, what a lame-ass nerd. Like, what was she doing? She doesn't know what she's doing. But it slowed down a little bit. And so I feel like by the time I hit, like, 25, 26, 27, I'll be like, okay, she's she's gotten a little bit better about who she is as a person. Yeah, I don't know. I've been... Okay, so I found some old emails from when I was in literal middle school. Um, Leanne and I were going through her old um, AIM stuff because we sit in. She's been my best friend since like first grade, and she went to a different school in middle school. So all we did was AIM like every day, and we went through some of her old instant messenger stuff before AOL deleted it because we somehow found a backlog. Mm-hmm. And I've been the same person. I've been the same size and I've had the same mindset since I was 14. What does that mean for me now? I don't know. I think I was just a very mature, if not maybe a little bit jaded 14-year-old. But um, the same stuff. I wish I could remember what it was exactly. But it was like the guy going out with the guy who I took to prom. He, mm-hmm. he We were dating for like three whole weeks. It was a big deal. Um, <laughs> God. I had like... We were sitting in art class and I had like put my knee like by his knee and he like moved away really fast and he had like also in a separate interaction had texted me that he loved me and in this oh, AI wow. yeah I know and in this because who doesn't love me and this AIM message <laughs> with um Leanne I was like what? he doesn't love me why would he say he loves me he doesn't even want to touch my knee what kind of boy is this and that sounds like something that i would say like present tense i'd be like he doesn't love me he's lying to me and himself and like i was like he doesn't know what love is and that's like what like 14 year old claire was saying and that's what uh 24 year old claire is saying he doesn't hey i i have I have two things. One, I love that you say AIM instead of AIM because I always just said AIM. Well, I, <laughs> you're up. right. Everybody else says AIM, but the way I read it in my brain was as an acronym and not like a word. I feel like the initials stand for AOL, Instant Messenger, so AIM. But yeah, no, everyone That's else like AIM. how... Yeah, like, I used to say SIM card instead of SIM card, and I, I don't know why. Like, I was like, oh, no, it's definitely SIM card, and I'd get to the store, and they'd be like, oh, do you have Here. your SIM card with you? And I was like, like, no, but I have card. my SIM card. <laughs> but the other like a, thing was... A different word, SIM. <laughs> Um, we're we're really setting ourselves up to be like an odd couple comedy show because wait we're not every time (laughs) well in the first in the first episode we're like we're basically the same person and now we're like oh no uh we're so different it just depends our humor is the same but yeah our humor is the same but i definitely i feel like i'm i'm a very indecisive whirlwind of a person that's always changing and has definitely gotten fatter since middle school and you (laughs) used and you same. You have not gotten fatter since middle school. I, I have the gotten a little bit bigger since middle school, but like, <laughs> I mean, not significantly. I mean, like your bones have grown, but yeah, like, I... <laughs> um, mine's like the straight up chub has just extended outwards. I, but uh, I don't think I have any clothes from middle school. I have clothes from high school that I still wear. Oh, I've well, I've clothes from like beginning of high school, which I will like take as being end of middle school mm-hmm. and definitely don't fit into them suckers. I tried to put on a skirt that I knew that I wore in like 10th grade 
did not get that over them thighs. <laughs> I mean, like, we're adult people now, so we should not be the same size. I have yeah. the same height and shoe size and uh, opinions on love. As I, like, <laughs> which is such a problem, I think. No, oh I no! I, I thought was just super mature. <laughs> I uh, I thought I would be married and have a. St- I thought I'd be married, have a stable job, and be working towards my first kid when I was like ten. <laughs> I was like, oh no, twenty, twenty three, twenty four year old me. She's gonna have a great job. She's gonna be with her husband. They're gonna be doing all this stuff. And now I'm like, oh, that was cute. That was funny. I... <laughs> she watched way too many movies. <laughs> I literally, always thought that I would have kids at thirty two that's what i've decided from the time i was young but i did Did your mom have you at 32 i think 33 something like that but in my head i was like 32 is the time to have a baby and um so i got time on that i guess but i (laughs) by that deadline that was arbitrarily set by younger me but um i feel like i would have had some kind of established relationships at this point as opposed to this like revolving door of hot mess that i keep doing but uh whatevs <laughs> i know i definitely like it's it's funny to me the kind of pressure and expectations i put on myself having had no experience at the time like yeah. when i was in middle school and like early high school i was like oh no she'll definitely be like in a serious relationship or married and i'm like by what measure am i doing this because i've never had a boyfriend at this time i had that one boyfriend in um eighth grade oh yeah i mean i i technically dated a boy over the span of a weekend but um we won't i also was (laughs) we won't count that have gone steady with several men but when you get to the dtr part somebody flips out typically it's been me historically um but this last time it wasn't me so (laughs) cool kudos to you (laughs) so now i know how it feels and it sucks but whatevs anyway what were we talking about i don't know honestly i got real real sidetracked talking about middle school me and just being like wow she was a dummy (laughs) okay so middle school um the guy who I did not know I was going to talk about him this much, but hi me, my eighth grade boyfriend, my junior prom date. He's married. <laughs> so, oh, that's weird. Yeah, technically my only ex boyfriend is married, so that's fun. I will say I've never like had a technical like official defined relationship, but one of the people that I last like talked to and like hooked up with and all that stuff, they got engaged, and when I found out, I or like. I was talking about it with this group of people and none of them, all of them were like, yeah, that's never happened to me. We're like, an ex has gotten engaged before I have, cause they were all engaged themselves. And I was like, Oh, cool. So no one knows how I feel right now. And I'm just going to drink a lot of wine. <laughs> oh, this, this is not the same at all. But this one guy I had a crush on from church camp, he got married. <laughs> <laughs> the one that got away. Yeah, he played baseball. <laughs> I knew him for a week, but he played the guitar and he played baseball. And I was like, mm, probably in love. But he was blonde, so I don't know what I was doing with that. You keep saying that as if I don't exist. But... I'm sorry. Usually, typically... You're like, oh, he was blonde, not my type. And I'm like, well, okay, cool. Look, maybe I like blonde women. <laughs> Me Actually, my people. You're the exception to the rule. I I like dark hair and I like beards. And he was a blonde boy with no beard, so I don't really know what I was doing there. Not on brand. 
I I also like dark hair. I will say. Well, I have dark hair, so watch me marry a blonde guy with like a mustache. <laughs> I really hope you do. I hope you marry a short blonde guy no. with a mustache. <laughs> I don't. I don't want that. You know what though? Okay. And he isn't Southern, and he doesn't <gasps> like trucks. And I. <laughs> I got feelings that I don't know if I want to share. Um, as long as he has like a strong jawline, because I have a pretty weak jaw. Um, and you want your kids to have a chance. Yeah, yes, exactly. That's how I'm going to pick my spouse in the future. I'm just pure genetic uh, compatibility. We're going to figure out like if our immune systems are compatible. I'm just going to build like genetically superior children by getting a guy who's got the opposite genes from me. That's my plan. And- Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So their immunity is going to be, like, insane. That was, like, a big thing. I remember when I was seeing AP Bio all those many years ago, they were talking about, like, genetic super babies because, you know, how people, there's so many genetic testing, genetic counseling, and you mm-hmm. can, like, manipulate all these things. They're like, one day you're going to be able to have, like, a super baby, and you're just going to be able to pick and choose the genes you want. And I was like, I feel like this could d- go down a very dangerous path. This yeah, could get very eugenics-y very fast. Yeah, I'm not going to genetically alter the child. It's, I'm just going to pick the mate. And hope on. for the best. Yeah. Which could backfire, but, I mean, maybe not. Oh, here's a segue. Are you ready? Did you know marriage was originally an economic situation just created for raising children? I did know that a little bit because we both took classes we did. on family and marriage in college. We're nerds. I feel like that's I feel like that's how all great opinions start is uh I took a class on this once and I, I know I know a lot about it now. <laughs> I took but, one psychology of marriage <laughs> class and I have not stopped talking about it for three years. I actually, I haven't really talked about my sociology of the family class a lot, but I actually really liked it. I thought it was really interesting. So would you um, like to I, talk about it now? Oh, yes. Please, please give me a platform to talk about this. Yeah, tell me about um, Okay, so I can, I know a little bit about the evolution of family and marriage and stuff in, at least it's kind of U.S. slash the West specific, but, you know, that's, that's what we're working with. Um so the class that I took, it kind of talked about the history of the family and marriage, as well as convergence theory, which is basically like whenever an economic system expands through industrialization, change in the family will follow. So, you know, it'll ideally suit the conditions of industrialization. Um, and so, like, as the U.S. grew, we have people moving from farms to cities. The market economy is being based on merit rather than on family ties. And this kind of starts to emphasize personal achievement. Um, and the family is no longer really an economic unit. And so this kind of all is leading to the family being based on companionship rather than, you know, we have to do this for our family's economic success and survival and all that stuff. Um, and eventually marriage just kind of became individualistic, meaning that postmodern family form became about personal fulfillment. And, you know, I'm going to marry this person because I think they're rad and I want them to marry me and they're a great companion rather than being like, you know, they're going to help my family survive the winter. <laughs> and so I think it just, it kind of caused like a demographic shift and it diversified what it means to be a family. And I just thought it was really cool. So there's the whole Sarah took a class once spiel <laughs> that you're going to get. <laughs> I have some notes too, kind of very parallel to that, but this is kind of about the history of love when it comes to marriage. So um, 
love and marriage are not the same thing. And in a lot of places in the world right now, they don't equate at all. It's still an economic arrangement. There's um, some countries where polygamy is like the, the move. There's some countries where arranged marriages are the thing to do. But again, this is... Uh, we do live in the south of the United States, so uh, we do have a very Western view and a usually religious view of marriage. Mm-hmm. But um, this isn't really talking about religion. It wasn't a religious institution until much later on in the game where we decided to put some morals into this, like probably like the 20s. So I'll get into that real quick. In the 1600s was the first time where romantic love was introduced as an idea for marriage. Because before that, it was just like an economic thing where it's like, we're going to be a family unit. We need a man. We need a woman in order to have these kids. So let's do that. But And if you want love, that's on the side. And that was cool. That was legit. That was fine. Um, but by the 1690s, it was kind of becoming a thing. But it was a problem because you can't be too in love with your spouse because it undermines husbandly authority. So, like, if you love your wife <laughs> and, like, respect her as a person and, like, value her opinions, you can't exactly, like, you know, make her do stuff. Tell her labor. what to do. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit difficult to, like, you know, treat her as a servant when you, you know, love her. Or I would hope so. Um, People say they love people and still treat them like shit. So maybe you need to reevaluate. But that's another thing. So, that's a whole other episode. <laughs> yeah. So in the 1800s, so like this is a full 200 years after this got the ball rolling on love being a thing. Married love was like a, it was gaining traction. People were like, I'm going to marry him because I love him. But you know what's more important than love? Money. Because um, women, you know, still kind of objects. <laughs> were um it was all about your dowry man you could love him but if you didn't have a big enough dowry suck to suck you need to marry someone at your station like mm, doesn't work um in the 19th century their love grew as an idea and by oh this is a fun little side note in the 19th century honeymoons grew in popularity and sometimes the brides got to bring their friends I really like that. I think that's so cute and fun. I would love to bring my friends on my honeymoon. Like, I'd like to be with my new husband, but at the same time, I'd want to be able to run off with my girls. Separate <laughs> like, rooms. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's great. Yeah. We could just have a giant group vacation. He can bring his guys. I can bring my girls. Well, that's just a different thing. I don't know. I'm just going on another trip with the imaginary husband <laughs> I don't have and all my friends, which would be fun. But I need that money again. Okay. So, in the 20th century... Love has become, like, the reason for marriage. Dating started to be a thing in the 1920s. You know why? Cars. Because um, you could, like, take courting out of the house. Before, you'd have your your suitor come in, and you'd sit in the parlor, and your mom would be in the next room, and you couldn't really do anything. I would hate that. Oh, I would die. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, after that, you could, like, get in these sin wagons and go do whatever you want out in the world in your car that is the new name for my prius is sin wagon thank you for that you're welcome (laughs) um yeah people were like pissed about cars they were like it's causing people to have sex and i'm like maybe (laughs) thank Um, god (laughs) yeah so okay moving forward in the 1960s marriage was basically mandatory i looked this up i don't have a source for this i don't remember where it was from but the other day, I looked this up because I was feeling sad, and I was like, what's the age for an old maid? Do you know what the age to be qualified as an old maid is? You're going to hate this. Please 
please tell me so I can get justifiably upset. 25. <laughs> no, we're so close. I am you know what? six months away from being an old maid. You know what? I will revel in it. I will celebrate the fact that I'll be an old maid. I'm going to be a spinster and I'm okay with it. I, I'm glad you are because, like, I don't love that. I already know how to knit, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're leaning into it. I'm, like, leaning the opposite way. <laughs> and I don't know why. I just don't like that as an idea. You know what? I could just give me more, like, more inspiration for my bios later. I can be like, you know what? Technically, I'm classified as an old maid, so <laughs> you better get on it. <laughs> Nothing to lose here. Nothing um, to lose. Okay, but fast forward. In the 1970s, social roles were changing. Being married was not as mandatory, and divorce skyrocketed. So basically, now in the present tense, we are past the 1970s, and like, marriage is for love, and um, it's still at the end of the day, it's a legal arrangement. So, side note, kids, if you present yourself as married for seven years, you're married in the eyes of the state. And that's you. Un- oh, that's common law marriage, isn't yeah. it? Mm-hmm. And that's dangerous. So, because you might have to accidentally get a divorce. So, don't do that unless you want to. Um, <laughs> here's another fun fact. This is info from a class I took in 2017. So, I don't know if my stats are the same, but mm-hmm. in the United States, less than 4% of people never marry. So, if you want to get married, you can get married. Will it last? I don't know, but you can do it. <laughs> oh. I don't know. I mean, I never really wish to get married, but I feel like I would just for the benefits, if that makes any sense. Like, yeah. you get you get some protections under federal law, like Social Security survivors and spousal benefits and stuff. I don't know. I I mean, do they get vision, dental? I would definitely marry if I got those things. Yeah. Um, I need a dentist checkup. I, like, I need to get married. Get a different job because I have <laughs> I have dental and vision. No, I just opted out because I, yeah. Actually, I lied. I'm offered dental, dental, sorry, I had a stroke. I'm offered dental, but I don't use it because it's more expensive. It is. That's why I I opted out. So I'd have more month to month because I don't like to think about the long term, but you know. Did we go over (laughs) the average age of marriage? I don't think we did. Do you want to talk about the average age of marriage in the United States? Hey, Claire, let's freaking do it. Okay. Can you guess which state has the oldest average age for women who get like the oldest? Yeah. I can't tell if it's going to be more of a stereotypically liberal place where people don't feel like they have to be married and they want a vacation and jobs and stuff first. Or if it's going to be anywhere else. (laughs) Um, So you know what? Uh, New York, just because that's half the answer half the time. (laughs) Okay. So for men... It is New York. And for women, it's D.C. And can you guess the state with the youngest average? Mm. Is it in the Bible Belt? No, it's not. We talked about the state in the last episode. Utah. It's Utah. It's Utah. The average. <laughs> it's all the Mormons again. Except it's a higher average than I thought. Well, I guess it's the average and not the mean. Wait. <laughs> What's the one? Is the mean the most occurring number? <laughs> no, wait. That that's mode. That's mode. Hi, I can't do math. We talked about this last time. Mean, medium, mode. I plan events, okay? <laughs> um, yeah. So the, the mode 
would be younger, I would think. But the average in Utah is 23.8 for women and 25.9 for men. Do you, Does it show you which one has the biggest gap between people and their average age? Um, maybe, but I haven't looked at all the states. I've only looked at, <laughs> at the extremes. Yeah, and then I looked at South Carolina. Do you want to know the average for South oh, Carolina? I do want to know the average for South Carolina. The average age for women is 27.3, and the average age for men is 28.8. Which I feel better about that. Yeah, it's like in line with my kids at 32 plan. Yeah, that's not, that's not bad. I Except will take for, it. I'm 24 right now, and that gives me like three, two and a half years. To find and marry. Yeah. So that's, that's a, a little, big that's that's a lot of steps that, and i've been wasting so much time. wait can you look at can you look at pennsylvania's because that's yeah. where i'm moving so i need to know the stats the oh the women is an even 28 so yeah, okay like, i got a little bit of time and the men is our the men's age is 29.7 so it's okay a bit different okay that makes me feel a little bit better about myself yeah, because so of the amount of engagement doing? announcements we've had yeah. Oh, yeah i don't know we also run in a fairly uh church going circle which i think um contributes a little bit yeah. mm-hmm. have we even discussed how we're about to both be bridesmaids coming up no i don't think we have and honestly i'm pretty excited because i've never been one and i am really invested for some reason in my brother and his fiance's relationship and their engagement um, just a fun little anecdote. I I love my brother, and I have oh, two of so them. Good. But you, yeah, I love him, and just the one. No, oh, but no. he is in engaged, and I love his fiance too. Like I love both of them. I love them both together. They're a great couple. And I actually a few weeks ago, I just out of the blue, I had this nightmare that they broke up for just no. unexplained reasons. Yeah, they just broke up, and he was just like, oh, I'm just not feeling it. Like, oh. we're just going to go our separate ways, and we're just not doing this anymore. Like, it's over. And I was, like, screaming at him in the dream, and I was like, what are you doing? You're ruining this for both of us. I love Kelsey. <laughs> and I woke up, and I was just so fueled by anger, and I was so upset. And then at that moment, I was like, I think I'm a touch too involved and invested in this relationship. But, you know, whatever. I told them and they thought it was hilarious. Happy for them. (laughs) I know. I really want them to be together and I'm excited to be her bridesmaid. So I'm excited for that. Okay. Side note, though, if you are having second thoughts about your wedding, don't get married. That's my advice. Yeah. But don't also don't go off of the dreams that your sister may have yeah, about yeah, your yeah, wedding. Yeah, yeah. If your sister's <laughs> having dreams about you not wanting to get married, that's different than you feeling like hesitant. Perhaps, like, yeah. Here's the thing. It's your whole life, man. Nobody's forcing you to do it. It is. It's the rest like, of your life. If you're not this is something that pisses me off. This is not about me being a bridesmaid, which we'll revisit, but when there's like this trope where like men are like, Ugh, the old ball and chain or like I was at a wedding relatively recently and all the speeches were like haha you're happy now but just wait till you hate each other and i'm like if you shouldn't think like that like if you don't like the person you're marrying maybe don't that's so sad yeah Yeah, that's like not funny to me i think that's just tragic and we live in a time where you don't have to do that you know like nobody's making you it's fine just don't get married to somebody who you're not 
going to be cool with in 10 years? And like, you know. I will, that reminds me of a story that my cousin, um, she got married kind of young. I, she was, I want to say 21, 22, but they've been married for a few years now. And she works as a nurse at a hospital. And she was saying, um, one of the times I was hanging out with her in the past couple of years, she was like, yeah, people always ask me about how I feel about my husband and, you know, how our relationship's going. And she's like, well, we, we, we still love each other. We, we're, we're still really happy. I don't know why you keep making it seem like that's not going to happen, but we, we only did this because we like each other. So. <laughs> so healthy and good. Yeah. You should like the person you're married to. And if you don't, don't marry them. That's the advice from the lonely sluts. Uh, yeah. But yeah, anyway, bridesmaids. I'm going to be a bridesmaid in my best friend Tori's wedding coming up, and I'm really excited, but I'm in charge of planning all the bachelorette stuff, mm -hmm. and I don't know what to do for that because nobody drinks but me, so we got to get creative, and I'm just not that. Scavenger hunts. Yeah, no, I, this is, I, I'm planning a scavenger hunt for work right now, and I'm like, how can I take this and adapt this to be a bridesmaid scavenger hunt? And yeah, then, not... Not the same for uh, my brother and his fiance, but she doesn't want the the only uh, like bachelorette party I've been to was a very stereotypical, really fun, but very stereotypical, like penis themes, like drinks, yeah. like going out like, one. And it was fun. But she was like, yeah, I don't I don't want that. She's like, I don't want all the penis like straws and penis confetti and penis like hats and all this I stuff. Really like, it. I don't. Yeah, she's like, I don't want all that stuff. She's like, I she's like, I want to have a fun one but i don't necessarily want dicks everywhere and i was like you know what fair enough <laughs> I, I never want dicks everywhere in any kind <laughs> but um i think if you have that like perhaps at the house if you have some mm -hmm. dick decor if you will um but going out into the world like if you go out downtown or whatever i don't want any jewelry or oh yeah no she i think tacky. i think the bride to be just had like a sash being like bride to be but in the house was all of the the Dick okay. paraphernalia. I found this on Etsy, and there you can send in a picture, and they'll make a tattoo of whoever's face. And so I'm gonna get tattoos of oh. uh, the groom's face, and I don't know if we're gonna all put them on or if I'm just gonna make Tori wear them. But I'm like so excited. I think it's gonna be. So you funny. can also you, you can, can also actually get a snap filter as well. That's what one of the girls got for her as kind of like a gift was she bought a snap filter for that like location for um like 24 hours or 48 hours or however many. And it was actually really cool. So we had a snap filter with like her like info and stuff, and it was really nice. That's a good idea. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I'm just gonna put Stu's face on everybody's face. We go out, and everybody's gonna be like, "Who's that?" And I'm be like, "The groom." Another thing, <laughs> everybody in this uh, bachelor not bachelorette party, yeah, bachelorette party is gonna be in a committed relationship. One of them's gonna be already married, and then the other two bridesmaids are in like committed relationships for like long term. Then Tori's like, you know, engaged. And I'm just going to be like, hey, y'all. Um, maybe I'll make some dick cookies and we'll do that. <laughs> I see. I was going to say, it's going to be hard not drinking and also like not going out and not doing stuff. It sounds like, like we have a problem, though, if it's going to be hard. <laughs> like, well, I just mean, it's just, it's, it's going to be different, I should yeah, say. It's, it's going to be different. Be creative. Cause you, yeah, you it will be creative. Because like, you can yeah. definitely 10,000% have fun without drinking oh, yeah. and without like kissing strangers. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's just like, it's definitely going to be different than all of the other stereotypical bachelorette parties oh, yeah. that we've heard about or gone to so updates to follow on how that goes it should be fun and it'll be good 
but I gotta get creative. Also, I gotta call her to talk about budgets and stuff. And timeline, because I plan events like six months ahead for my job, and so I'm like, we're already behind schedule. (laughs) I know. I, like, if I was having a wedding, I would definitely want you to plan it, or like, plan the events surrounding it. Yeah, I don't want to plan a whole wedding. The actual wedding, but the fun parts. I took a wedding planning class, and it made me decide that I don't want to plan weddings, because there's too many feelings involved. It literally made me want to plan corporate events. Which is what I do. Not, like, <laughs> that sounds so sad. It made me want to go corporate. <laughs> well, I, I plan like fun stuff. I do like kids events right now. But like when I was in school, I took this wedding planning class and like we had a really chill bride. We like planned a real wedding. We had mm-hmm. a really chill bride. But like there's just too much emotion. Like people have so much wrapped up in their vision of their perfect day and like everything that goes into it. Whereas like corporate events if you like screw up some decor it's going to be like annoying but no it's not going to be anybody's wedding yeah no one's going to remember it like weeks down the line or like have photos of it in their home yeah yeah exactly it's not like the best day of your life it's just like a conference which is not what i'm doing now but um it's still a thought in my head so yeah i know I just, I, I like to think that I would be a low maintenance bride, but honestly, I've never been in that position. So who am I, like, who am I to say? I think I would be understanding, but specific. Does that make any sense? Like, I would Oh, have yeah, done... for you, that makes complete sense. <laughs> <laughs> I will have done all the research. This is how I do my, I will have done all the research and I will have all the vendors picked out and I will have all the plans picked out. So I will have planned my wedding before I go to a coordinator or anything. So. Yeah, no, I, the last one that I can, like the last wedding that I can remember going to, they basically kind of did everything on their own, but they did have to have for the location that they chose to have the wedding and reception they had to have, and it was in Charleston, actually. Um, they had to have an on-site, like, oh, yeah. day of planner. Don't get married without a day of coordinator. You think yeah, you so they had a day of coordinator. You can't. And so that was, like, the one thing that they definitely needed, and they did. Um, but you ha- it's it's worth it. Just says the like, the location wouldn't let you have it there without that. So I thought that was really interesting. But Yeah, you need a coordinator. <laughs> like, yeah, so I would, I would do that around. part. That way you have, like, at the, like wedding somebody's like all right walk the aisle now like cue and then like well like for real it's important because otherwise you're just winging it and then like at the reception you're like okay now we're gonna do cake okay now we're gonna do the toast okay now we're gonna do the father-daughter dance and Mm -hmm. like otherwise everybody just be kind of like chilling and be awkward to be like prom nobody's sure when to do anything are we dancing are we gonna eat what do you want to do yeah you need a coordinator that's I think I would die if my, I've never even been to prom, but I would die if my wedding was like prom. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We've talked about prom too much already. (laughs) Living in the past. (laughs) Classic Clara and Sarah. (laughs) The closest thing to a wedding that we've participated in. Well, you didn't even go to prom, so never mind. I know. I didn't even go to, I will say um, the program that I was a part of, because I had my program that I actually went to and then the base school that I was a part of that had all the typical stuff and like the proms and all those things. But the program I was a part of for high school did like winter galas. And I went to a couple of those. They were very small and okay. <laughs> that was, <laughs> that's all they were. I loved dances in like middle school and high school because that's when everything happened and you got to dress up 
And I think that's why I like going out now because it could be a dance every night of your life if you want it to be. <laughs> if you so chose, you can make every night like a middle school dance night. <laughs> that actually sounds terrible, but that's I called being an adult. <laughs> I have to do that on a regular basis, but I don't wear the like short shiny dresses anymore. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. The like the foxy lady like Dillard's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dill is exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, what was it called? They're like there was like a name brand for like the middle school dance dresses. Oh, I don't even know. Anyway, everybody knows what we mean. <laughs> if you've never been to middle school, you know. I think I stepped it up for my prom, and I think um, I'm gonna step it up if I ever get married. And if I don't, I sure hope you step it up from your prom to your wedding. If you if you happen okay. to have one, <laughs> yeah. If I I like the yeah. My junior prom dress was not flattering on me, but my senior prom dress was, was banging. Yeah. Now, I will say my mom has told me on like multiple occasions that she envisions me like never getting married. She she once she said, I just think you're too independent. <laughs> and I was like, I like I think that's a compliment and an insult a little bit. Like you think I can't compromise enough to like be married to someone. <laughs> but you also think I'm independent, so that's nice. <laughs> One time my mom told me I never had a boyfriend because I'm too difficult. And I think about that a lot. That's like the worst worded <laughs> version of my mom saying. I think like mine's like you're too independent. She's like, you're difficult, Claire. You're I've freaking also, difficult, okay? Again from my mother. She says I'm intimidating. Oh that's true though. <laughs> I don't know what to do about it though. I'm a lot Oh no, I don't I don't think you should change anything about I it. I just think that's a fact of your life. <laughs> yeah, no, I was talking I was talking to um my friend Tori again, the one who I'm a bridesmaid for. Uh I don't even remember what the topic was, but we were like, Oh yeah, that's a one notch too aggressive and I was like, Yeah, I I as a person am one notch too aggressive. And I thought she was gonna say something to be like, No, but she was like, Yeah, that's true. And I was like, Okay, cool. Like, yeah, that's that's pretty spot on for you. I, I get it. <laughs> I mean, it's it's accurate. It's I, I honestly I wouldn't even say that you're aggressive. You're just very straightforward. You're to the point. You're very decisive, Thank and you. you don't like to mess around. And not everyone is like that. So Nobody when when you come me. in, you come into their life, they're like, oh, she is a force to be reckoned with. This is what she just freaking kills. Says me. what she wants. <laughs> yeah. Nobody believes me. I literally tell like I in the past, like in various. I'll use the word relationships, but not like exclusive, like just in, situationships, in, if yeah, you will. In, like comings and goings with gentlemen. I will say explicitly what I mean, and they do not believe me. Particularly in a couple cases where I've been like, hey, I don't want to date you, but I'm cool hanging out. They're like, I don't want to date you. This has happened like twice <laughs> where they're like, yeah, and I'm like, yeah, cool. I don't want to date you either. And they're like, I don't want to date you. I'm like, okay, then <laughs> cool heard same are you listening to me and then there was another situation where i was like hey i'm emotionally unavailable and i'm not interested and he just didn't care Bulldog yeah. Yeah. Like, i'm in love and i'm like yeah rough for you that makes me sound like a total <laughs> bitch maybe i am oh well but i don't i honestly don't like i don't think that you are you're just Thank very you. 
<laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> and uh, hence we have the podcast together. Um, you're just very straightforward. You're very upfront. And I think a lot of people either don't take it at face value or they think that you're not being sincere. You're like putting up this like cool girlfriend, but you're like, no, I seriously like this is what I want or this is what I don't want. I've never Can been you just cool tell me what you want? My whole life. <laughs> Intentionally or otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> cool girlfriend. That's crazy. I hope I've been fooling people. Oh god. It's like that whole gone girl thing where you know like the whole spiel she does about like the cool girl. Cool girl. She eats wings but she's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I think about that a lot. <laughs> Everyone like hates that girl in gone girl and I'm like, "You know what? Kind of I-, I get it." <laughs> but you're not going to like murder I'm not going to murder right? anyone. Cool. I'm not going to pr- I'm not going to fake my own death, frame my husband and then murder yeah. someone. But, but, like, I get it a little bit. <laughs> you understand where she's coming from. Yeah. I can empathize. <laughs> Again, uh, that goes back to the place where you don't marry someone. You don't want to. Then yeah, you I feel like she... You don't have to fake your death. Yeah, you don't have to fake your death if you don't end up marrying the guy that ends up being shitty. Okay, so I think that's a great place to end this for this week. <laughs> um don't leave. marry Ben Affleck if you don't want to. Yeah, so um, we have two points from this podcast. The first one being don't marry someone you don't want to, and then you don't have to fake your own death or anything. So just don't do it. And then the second point is get a day of coordinator if you're going to get married because it'll save your life. Mm-hmm. I, think it's, I think those are two great pearls of wisdom we got going on there. Yeah, we know some things. Okay, thanks for tuning in to our second episode of the Lonely Sluts podcast. Sarah, do you want to plug our stuff? Oh, yeah. So if you have any comments or questions or if you want to send us any stories or anything like that, our DMs are open on Twitter and Instagram at the Lonely Sluts. So just shoot us a message. Um, we also have a Gmail, thelonelysluts at gmail.com if you would like to send anything there. And we will keep you guys up to date on what we were doing on our social media. And yeah. Thanks for listening. And we'll talk at you again later. Bye. (laughs) I hope not.